0: back to the no clue podcast episode 88 we have returned i'm one of your hosts i'm mike
1: and i'm tyler welcome
0: got some stuff to get into some early uh, early year music Some playoff yeah. football reactions
1: yeah yep <clears throat> where do you want to start in nfl or ncaa
0: uh, let's talk about the college football championship. As a matter of fact, all right. Um, I'll just say I've never seen a a quarterback dominate college football uh, like Joe Burrow did this year. Really? Nope. Okay. You know why? You know why I say that is because other quarterbacks have dominated college football before.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but nobody's made it look that easy. That's fair. That's and, and very fair to say. As far as like I, it I can't really even analyze how good he is, because LSU was so much better than everybody they played this year. Mm-hmm. And that that makes it kind of tough. Uh, but but what'd you think of the game though?
1: Um. So yeah, I agreed with you that LSU really hasn't had many uh, challenges. But LSU is so good, man. All their players are good. So stacked. And and I um said this to you over text. They're like the Kentucky for uh football. Like all they have so many pros, so many pro ready guys on the team now. Like I think almost everyone on the offense is gonna be in the league. Like I can't think of anyone on the offense who didn't show me that they're NFL ready almost. Right. And um Bro, he just he's a good leader. He's fearless. Number 1. Like some of the runs he made and it's not like they were amazing runs. They were just like time, timely, they were fearless. There's a lot of guys around and he just said, "You know I'm taking this." And I mean, it, he took control. I I haven't seen a quarterback take control of games like he does. Oh yeah. Like he completely takes control from either side. And In a long time, at least. I haven't seen it. So, yeah, it was nice, man. Clemson, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence is one of the quarterbacks that I normally don't like because it looks like when he plays, he's running, like, he runs plays too much. Like, he runs the options that the play is for. Yeah. Like, he looks like he knows who he's passing it to before he even takes a snap. And to me, I mean, although if he gets it to him, he's a good quarterback, but that doesn't make for a good game manager, a good leader. And I think that's where he, you know, failed in this game. And I shouldn't say failed, but that's where he came up short.
0: Yeah, it's unfair to put all the blame on him, but I will say he showed me a lot, and I also told you this over text, in the Ohio State game. Yeah. Because for the most part, like, that's what I thought of him. Like you said, he kind of just... He makes the first read, or he yeah. makes kind of the basic read a lot of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but, man, he he's a physical runner. He is, yeah. And, and I mean, if you want, go back to that Ohio State game, he got knocked out practically. Yeah. And to get up and, and just dominate the way he did with his legs, which he's really never done before. Right. And you looked in the national championship, like, that was part of their arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. And they had success early on doing that. Right. Uh, so, I honestly don't even know which quarterback I'm excited about more, but I think both of them will be good NFL quarterbacks.
1: I, I definitely think um, Burrow's going to be around for a while, I think. If he makes it
0: makes it to the right team. <laughs> that's that's the big question right there. <laughs> is, the right- is, is he going to go to the Bengals like he's expected to? Mm. I, mean, I
2: think it'll
1: be okay with the Bengals. But Lawrence think, will not be good with the Bengals. I think Lawrence needs a team around him, like a a good team that's
0: already made. Yeah, a capable team. Yeah. But, but the but Bengals Burrow can do
1: fine with some scrubs.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean the Bengals are a poor organization, but they have been uh fairly competitive.
2: Mhm. Uh,
0: and roster wise, they they really like they haven't been a bottom feeder as far as like roster depth and, and talented players. Right. Uh, but it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what was cool before we go to football? I've never seen in a football game the number one corner for a defense get picked on. <laughs> yeah. That was to me like they had no answer for that, rece- that big ass receiver whose Chase. name I can't remember. Chase, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it he was, was their, and it was their best corner getting picked
1: on. I know, and he was, he's, was ranked for the draft, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, man, that was tough. And it was, it exposed. wasn't really that he was doing like he was playing poorly. It, it was just a mismatch.
1: Yeah, Lamar, uh, uh, Jamar, or Jamar, yeah, Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, he was just better. He's he's huge. He is
0: huge. Uh, but, yeah, man, that, that was just something interesting. Like, I can't imagine, like, a, on a basketball court, Kawhi Leonard getting attacked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was just funny to me. But it, it was a great game. Like, it wasn't that close because LSU was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was fun the way Clemson came out, the way the atmosphere was, like, awesome as usual. Yeah. And we got to see a lot of NFL players.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Clemson has a good team, though. I think they'll be good next year, too.
0: Oh, yeah. With Lawrence coming back for another year? Yeah, they should be pretty good. Yeah, they're going to be in that top four, I'm, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, NFL. <laughs> Oof. The weekend of chokes.
0: <laughs> yes. There's a lot
1: of uh, hauls being given out this weekend, man. Was yeah, there, there was a lot
0: of choking going on this weekend, man.
1: It was really, really bad. Um, Where, where do we wanna... start? I mean, okay, let's start for the not-so-chokes. not, not so chokes. The Vikings and 49ers, surprised?
0: I'm not surprised, but I thought the Vikings receivers were pretty bad. Like, I yep. thought they honestly choked. They were bad. Really bad. Uh, and Kirk Cousins didn't do them any favors a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like again, you can't you can't expect a quarterback to deliver a perfect throw every time, right? Like that's that's unrealistic. If you get your hands on the ball, I expect you to catch it. <laughs> we'll get more into that for sure, right? And yeah. that that was the theme of this weekend, like you said. But it, it just as far like all the blame was getting assigned to Cousins, like he's trash. No, dude he's going up against and the probably the best uh defensive line in the league yeah like you're not protecting him and receivers aren't helping him and then you wonder why like why he sucked he was getting
1: attacked i know he was getting bullied i felt bad for him six sacks um and he was just had to get rid of the ball so fast you know, it just Man, it didn't look good.
0: If I was him, I'd be happy to make it out of the game healthy. To be honest,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: But uh, well, the 49ers, they they look legit,
1: and they were just running all over all over the Vikings. Yeah, they. And have... I don't understand why they couldn't stop the runs. I don't know. It was just like whenever they really wanted to get some good yardage on the runs, they just did it.
0: it part just... part of it is they're super physical. Yeah. I don't know if that because I don't know if that's just like the effect the defensive line has on everybody else, but yeah. they feel like bigger at every position. Yeah. Um But the other thing was uh they Garoppolo is not their key, and I'm starting to like that. Because mm-hmm. they have a formula for how to Win football games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you said, they ran the ball really well, and they bullied the opposing quarterback. If you do those two things, you don't need uh, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady.
1: Yeah. You and just Gar- need
0: someone to mix it up sometimes. Yeah, and, and Garoppolo has been good enough to do that. Yeah. And, like, I can't be mad at him for doing his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... It, I don't know. I, I think they're gonna annihilate the the team that they're gonna play this weekend. Yeah. It just looks like such a mismatch. Uh the 49ers, to me, outside of the quarterback, look like the best team in the league.
1: Yeah, this they were even the team with the teams that won, I think they probably stepped up, you know I, well, I shouldn't say stepped up. They played on par, on par the best at everyone. Yeah. Yeah, they really played their game. They didn't let the Vikings dictate. And I think the Vikings were um, you know, they were playing into the 49ers' game. They were playing a 49ers' game and the Forty yeah. ers beat them at it.
0: You can't you can't the 49ers are too good to play their game.
1: Right. All right. Um, uh, you want to stick with NFC? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about uh
0: Packers Seahawks. <laughs> good game. Very good game. Um, probably the most even game of the four. Yeah,
1: and probably most evenly matched, yeah. I would think. Um, what did you think? Was there any big takeaways?
0: I will say, for all the receivers that choked this weekend, I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams stole their powers. <laughs> Yeah, he played amazing. Cuz he and he's been good. Like he's noticeably great when he's out there in in the past that I've seen him. Mhm. But he looked he looked unstoppable great.
1: Yeah, and he made he made Rodgers' night easier cuz Rodgers so really easier. wasn't playing that
0: great. No, he didn't.
1: And I mean, all he had to do was get it to Adams and Adams figured it out.
0: That's how that's why it's so key for the best receiver and the quarterback to be on the same page.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't want to take shots at any other quarterbacks who weren't on the same page as their number one receiver. We all know who they are, <laughs> uh, but you saw you saw yeah. a prime example of it right there. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had like 240 yards, 160 of them were from Devonte Adams. Mm-hmm. He threw for 80 yards outside of his number one receiver, right. Like, it was, he had no, and I don't know how much of that is him, and how much of that is their lack of talent, because, like, yes, they do lack talent, but he hesitates to throw them the ball. Right. And I don't know, like, he cannot do that against San Francisco. No, no That's one thing, like, he made key third down plays, and, you know, I trust Aaron Rodgers to do that, Mm -hmm. but he hesitated so many times throughout the game. Yeah, he did. And it wasn't even like he was, like, it was a dangerous window. He just chose not to make certain throws that really didn't make sense why he wouldn't throw them.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Green Bay's defense, man, they looked good to me overall. They're rushing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, they they were getting to Russell, man. It just... It looked sad to me, low-key. I was kind of sad that Russell was really trying to carry the team. Like You could really see him being the one man trying to carry the team. I mean, he led them in rushing, uh, sacked five times. I mean, he threw good yardage, but...
0: He fought to bring them back, which, you know, it's typical Russell Wilson. It is, but... Um,
1: Everyone else has to also be on the same page, like you said.
0: I mentioned this before, man. The Packers, to me, had the biggest offseason I've seen in a while. The Packers? Yeah. Yeah. As far as, like, literally signing defensive player, overpaying for a lot of your defensive players that you're signing. Yeah. But this is what you overpay for, to be in the NFC Championship game. Right. And those guys, the, the Smiths, mm-hmm. uh, the Zendarius and Preston Smith, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. They've been they've been awesome. Yep. Uh but again, I mentioned the 49ers just look unstoppable. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, if they if they put Aaron Rodgers under pressure, uh, Packers have no hope.
1: But they did stop the um stop the run very well so yeah but you gotta keep in mind the
0: seahawks are on their fourth string running back
1: right and they had to get marsh on from home
0: to right yeah so but but the packers got it done they didn't look that good they didn't look that scary but at the end of the day you win the game that's what you're supposed to do
1: right yep okay let's get to (laughs) the big disappointing games. games
0: which one uh, let's let, we got to talk about the Ravens.
1: <sighs> I don't even know what to say, man.
0: Yeah, I just, man, I was. It's I was the most dude, disappointing I was game so... I ever watched. You might be right. Maybe the Falcons blowing the twenty-eight-three lead. <laughs> uh, but that—that's just because I don't like the Patriots. It's not really like.
1: And the Patriots were favorites, so right. I, I'm cool. With, I'm cool with that, and not really disappointed. It's surprising, but.
0: <sighs> Man. All right. Well, let's let's get into what I saw from Baltimore, and we'll talk about the Titans, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of choking receivers, my God. He was hitting people
1: in their chest, Uh, dude. In the hands, guys were dropping
0: passes to the other team. Yes, it killed me. Mark, all I heard was Mark Andrews is this great tight end. He's the safety blanket for for uh, Lamar. Where? Where was that? So many that early interception was entirely his fault. Yeah. Again, they're talking about Lamar threw it too high. Dude, these receivers are getting paid millions of dollars to catch the ball. If it it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it.
1: And the thing is, it was too high. Like, it's only too high today because he didn't catch it. Right. Like, he throws the same pass all the time. Right. He catches that every other game. (laughs) It it happened twice they said he threw it too high because someone else – is Andrews the one that was coming back from the injury? I think so. Well, he threw him two of them that were too high then. Because one time they said, oh, he just came back from the injury. He can't get off the ground. Um, I mean, then don't be on the field.
0: Yeah. <sighs> it just That frustrated me early on. Uh, the, the two, b- before the turnovers even became like a real big problem. Yeah. Uh, and the turnovers are what sealed the game, but they didn't decide the game. Right. To me, the two big things that decided the game were the fourth and one plays.
1: Yeah, those were really bad.
0: The two fourth and one, and they continuously showed how the Ravens were fucking like a hundred percent on fourth and one on the year. Yeah, <laughs> and they failed. So they look like the Dallas Cowboys on those plays. Yeah, it was just boring, predictable. Like it wasn't even ran well.
1: I thought that was the weirdest thing. Like, why? All right, you messed up the first time. I was like, okay, they messed up once. Whatever. So then the second time, they run the like exact same play? Why? We just got through the last time. And then, I mean, and then it looked like Lamar didn't know which way to go. There was no hole. There was no, like, no one gave him room to step in. And then yeah, it just looked bad, man. It was just bad. And it was so clear like you said it was predictable. Everyone was set up on the line. They held the line. I mean, whatever. It was trash. Yeah. It could shock somebody with a throw, you know? It probably would have been wide open, but they probably would have dropped it. So,
0: yeah, you you know what the Ravens showed me? What? Uh they they couldn't adapt mid-game. Mhm. To me like the Similar to the criticisms we had for Goff early in the year. Like, Goff should never... Like, we said it a bunch of times, but Goff should never throw the ball 60 times. Right. Lamar Jackson makes 59 throws? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's that's
1: crazy. You had a running quarterback. And got sacked four times. So, add four, basically, to that. Yeah. So, that's 65... Almost 65 times he was... Supposed to be throwing a pass.
0: I, I don't want to say that it wasn't his fault. He did make mistakes. Uh, those second half turnovers were really bad.
1: They were. Like yeah.
0: that one pick where he was trying to hit a guy who like, who was running out to the sideline and he just like threw it completely short. Yeah. And the guy just read it and picked it off. Yeah. That was, that one was really bad it was bad uh and like he didn't he didn't have a great game throwing the ball to me like i know the yards are big but a lot of that was empty calories yeah uh but the ravens just i i that was really a choke honestly i mean you know you know what the titans are coming in to do they're coming in to run with derrick henry they're just
1: handing derrick henry the ball the game basically Tannehill really didn't even need to show up, as far as I'm concerned.
0: I mean, he played a little bit better than he did against the Patriots, but yeah, like you said, he really didn't need to be there. <laughs> yeah, he really he played
1: better. He didn't do anything. So uh, yeah, I, it was. I agree. They showed lack of, um, being able to adapt, and it was it was ugly. It was sad. It and was. You know just what? S- I didn't. Sickening.
0: I didn't want to believe this to be the reason, but after seeing the game, the fact that Lamar Jackson sat for three weeks is a mistake. I agree. And I didn't like going into the playoffs. I was like, I mean, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it, they looked sluggish. They looked not prepared. Like they just looked unready. I don't know.
1: They didn't look like they had the energy that they normally did. Yeah. Except Hollywood Brown. He was the only one out there. Basically, to me, that looked like he was coming to play every single play. Yeah. I mean, his routes were good. I mean, and the thing is, I don't think, I won't say that the drops were the biggest issue, but without the drops, this is a completely different game. Drops that he put right in people's hands. Yeah. You know, the corners had some drops that they could have caught and probably ran back easy ones. Yeah. Missed them,
0: but yeah, man. I gotta say, man, that uh, I mean, we've really talked about everything with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Man, the Titans look destined for a Super Bowl run. <laughs> once I saw, once I saw that first touchdown, yeah, to make that catch, like it was, it was a third down and long, and I was, I was so sure that they were gonna like not get the first down. They made
1: some spectacular plays.
0: Dude, talking Arden. about receivers stepping up. That that guy who caught that first touchdown, that was one of the best catches I've seen in years. Yeah. And it's coming from a guy I'd never heard of before. And yeah. I'm sure some of that is mediocre quarterback play. Mm-hmm. But on that catch in that big of a game, early on especially, when you're on the road, you're, you... You need the momentum And you like To make that play Was just huge Yeah It was And it sucked the life Out of Baltimore I could I could feel it On screen
1: It did You know This was the first time I noticed that A team was more spectacular Than the Ravens
0: I know And I think that really
1: Threw them off
0: To think it would be The Tennessee Titans Of all teams
1: I know man People here were going crazy I'm For those sure. who don't know. I live in Nashville. So no, I'm
0: sure, man. They're, they were losing their mind. It's awesome, man. I I hope I don't want them to win this weekend, but I, I wouldn't be mad if they did, honestly.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh
0: I love I love how they're playing. I love the energy they they play with. I love how their coach is like ballsy. Like he never plays it safe. Yeah, and He commits to, to Derrick Henry regardless of whether they're getting first downs or not. Which more teams should take notes from. Right. Uh, but I, I love everything I'm seeing from the Titans.
1: Yeah. Alright. Uh, last game. The blowout. Let me say this before we start. <laughs> Your Chiefs could have beat them a lot worse. I agree. That- the way it went, um, Honey Badger, Tyron, uh, Matthew, he had like three easy picks and he dropped all of them. I mean, they were right into his hands. The one was like in the end zone. You remember? Yeah. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And one of them, he was all by himself and dropped it. And one of them, like he jumped to hit him in the chest or something. hmm Um. <laughs> with that being said. There's a lot
0: there's a lot to get into with this game. This yeah. was this was a mess of a football game, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> on both sides to me. Oh yeah.
0: Um I mean we talked about drops. That that first half of the first quarter, I thought I was like, where are the weapons for Kansas City? <laughs> yeah. I agree. I mean Travis Kelsey was dropping him. Uh what's speedster couldn't hold on to the punt. Hill. Yeah. Yeah, he just dropped like,
1: just muffed the punt. That was crazy. And then right after that, um, the kickoff, he dropped the kickoff. The, yeah. Um, the other returner, I was like, what?
0: Yeah, bro. They looked shook early on. They did, and then, but you know what? Even though they were shook, like, like Baltimore was shook with how well the Titans were playing, mm-hmm. and they they kind of they kind of got out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. To me, the Chiefs never got out of their comfort zone
1: Right, I agree with that And that <clears throat> And they just turned it on, man
0: I mean, think about For those who didn't see the game And I mentioned this to a couple of my friends who didn't watch it When you think of uh, Coming back from a 28-point deficit mm-hmm. the, Your mind thinks That takes a half That takes three quarters Or that takes a half in overtime <laughs> To yeah. come back and take the lead, uh, excuse me, 24-point deficit. From a 24-point deficit in less than a quarter? Mm-hmm. That is just insanity.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I, again, and I said this last year. Uh, when we watch Mahomes, man, we... we Aren't getting, uh? We don't deserve it. Oh no! No one deserves it. He he's amazing. We're watching greatness. Anyone who doesn't know, when you watch Patrick Mahomes, you're watching greatness. The game is never over with him. Never. (laughs) It doesn't matter what the time is. It doesn't matter how much you're down. It doesn't matter how good the other team is. That was amazing. It was an amazing uh, display by him. It was twenty eight to zero run
0: or twenty eight to three. Uh, twenty eight zero run. 28-0. zero. Twenty eight unanswered points in the sec. I think second quarter. <laughs> Just in the second quarter. Yep.
1: And then I had like I remember um, it was like four minutes left. I'm like, if he there's no way he scores again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they. Yep. And then, you know, the second half, they just played like the game just started. It looked fresh. Mahomes, um, I mean, they just looked good, man. They were really, really, really good. And <clears throat> let's get to
0: it, man. Let's deep dive into this comeback a little bit. Okay. So, okay, we, we gave the Kansas City credit. And like like we said, they're incredible they have the head and shoulders best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I, I don't even want to hear it. If any I don't no other name should even come to mind when saying who's the best quarterback in the league. Other than who? Other than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh but this comeback deserves a little bit of a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. And we've we've kind of we haven't really talked about Houston in depth. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it. So They are winning (laughs) 21-0.
1: Yep, after their first quarter.
0: Uh, I think this is before the first quarter even ended. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They are winning 21-0 on the road against an offensive juggernaut. Yep. They are in a position to score on fourth and one. They can't make up their minds, so they waste a timeout. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you that's that's stupid but you know that happens yep they use that timeout to play it safe mm-hmm. right to play it safe and kick the field goal to make it 24 nothing yep again I don't have at this point I don't have an issue with any of the choices that have been made mm-hmm. again use a timeout to take to make a right call if you're gonna play it safe okay I, I understand do I agree with it no but I understand the decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, Kansas City scores. It is 24 to 24-7. You are on a fourth and four in your own territory. You just played it safe. And on fourth and four, you decide to fake punt. Mm-hmm. I would have fired Bill O'Brien on the spot. (laughs) And I say on the spot because guess what he said about their fourth and one that they chose to kick a field goal on after the game. What? And this is a direct quote. I didn't have a good play for that situation.
1: That's crazy. Are you serious?
0: I didn't hear that. To say that... First of all, they're he's acting like they don't have a top five quarterback. Right. It's fourth and one. I don't care if you don't have a play. Give your give your goat the ball. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, where Deshaun Watson could easily be the second best quarterback in the league.
1: Yeah, I mean he's top five now.
0: Right. Yeah. And to to say I don't have a play for that situation, but on fourth and four to choose to fake punt. And and run some like draw play or whatever they ran, yeah. It made me sick. And yeah. from that point on, I'm like, "There's no way they're winning this game." Mm-hmm. It was 24-14, Houston, and I said, "There's no way Houston wins this game." <laughs> yeah, that that blew. That made no sense to me. Dude, I sat for the rest of the game. I sat there thinking, "What what makes you go for that fake punt?" In your own territory, I might add. (laughs) Right. I I mean, Bill O'Brien just looked shook. Yeah. He looked shook, and it reflected on his team. Right. I mean, he. he, Dude, he has been saved by Deshaun Watson so many times. Yeah, yes. I I wish they would have lost last week to the Bills just so he got fired. Oh, he's not getting fired. That's what I'm. That, that's what pisses me off, is that yeah. they they played well enough to look like a Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, from what I've seen, none of that is Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. To me, to me, Watson excels dis in spite of their in like inability to be creative, inability <laughs> to run the ball when you need to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They have such elite weapons at wide receiver and they use them a lot and it feels like they don't use them enough. Yeah,
1: I agree with that too. Like
0: Deandre DeAndre Hopkins gets a hundred yards every game and every time I've watched them, I feel like they don't throw him enough. Right. I, I just hate, I hate that they, like I said, they were good enough to ignore what the issue really is. And that's Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, he's been mediocre. Just like it's Jason Garrett 2.0 over here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like I said, Houston looks like a Super Bowl contender. Other times, they look like they can't even beat the the Dolphins. I right. mean, that inconsistency has to reflect on the head coach. Yeah. And I just... I hope they figure that out sooner than later. Yeah, me too. I mean watching every time they cut to Bill O'Brien, I'm like, he's ready to lose. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying he could have at, at you know in the second half there was really nothing he could have done. Uh mm-hmm. but you can't wake up a sleeping giant and then be like, Well, you know, we wanted to play it safe. It's just stupid.
1: Yeah, it was bad, man. And I felt,
0: uh, wh- I felt so bad for Deshaun Watson.
1: You said you were going to uh, talk about the uh, lack of connection between Hopkins and Watson. Is that right? No, no. Oh, okay. Right. No, I thought that they were fine. Because Hopkins played pretty good.
0: Yeah, I thought uh, Fuller played pretty good. Uh, and he's been out for a while. I was I was surprised he even played.
1: Yeah, me too. they I think sometimes he might have forced it to Hopkins probably, but yeah. um, I mean that's, sometimes that's what you gotta do. Yeah,
0: I also liked uh, Stills, Kenny yeah. I
1: think his name is.
0: Mm-hmm. He he looked pretty good.
1: He's one. He got he got the touchdown right.
0: Yeah, yeah, the deep yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, to to, it's it's not that they lost because to me they couldn't have done anything to win with how good Kansas City is. Mm-hmm. But it was, to me, it was entirely their fault that Kansas City got going in the first place. Right. You can't you can't say, I'm going to play it safe, but then go for a fake punt. Like, you just, that's, you're literally doing the opposite of what you're saying you're going to do. Right. And I just, I was waiting. I literally, I looked up Bill O'Brien's post-game interview. Because I wanted to hear, like, yo, he had to have an explanation for this. Mm-hmm. But he looked just as shook in the post-game interview As yes, he looked during the game
1: Yeah man um, With all the coaching moves You would think You know That There's options But like well, Texans, like I said, Texans,
0: Texans are known to be poorly ran As an organization Like I don't mm-hmm. even know who their GM is it seems like Bill O'Brien is their GM, honestly.
1: Yeah, they seem pretty under the radar when it comes to the front office.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, done with football then? Uh, shout out to Luke Keekly. Uh, he retired earlier today or yesterday. Yeah, th- that's wild. Hey, man. Take care of your health. Mm -hmm. i got no issue with that especially if you got plans after football why not and he's
1: a celebrity man i mean everybody likes him
0: oh yeah he's a great guy from from what it looks like and he
1: um he had a really bad concussion right this year
0: yeah he was in and out of the lineup all year it seemed like
1: Mm. yeah
0: i will say it's a huge loss for carolina yeah there's there's not a lot of uh noticeable linebackers out there right now right i mean I, i'm trying to think bobby wagner is another one mm-hmm. i mean that's pretty much it after that
1: yeah we'll see we'll see what happens
0: but uh yeah man shout out to him he was, a, he was great again if, yeah. you, if you notice defensive players you know they're great
1: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: and he was
1: yeah. All right. Um, basketball, NBA. What you got? Any, uh, anything you've noticed? Major topics.
0: What have I noticed? Uh, Kyle Kuzma getting his trade value up. I like it. Should he get traded? No, he shouldn't. Okay. I mean, the Lakers. To think that the Lakers are missing something is is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, man, I'm <laughs> sick of LeBron. If he, if they trade him, man, I don't even know what to say about it. But like, they better what would not they trade
0: him for. Him. I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of things, but I saw Stephen A. said Devin Booker. <laughs> like, bro, what are you talking Yo, about? The
1: Phoenix GM should get fired immediately if they do that.
0: Banned, <laughs> and never go to a Phoenix game ever again either. Who's their GM? I don't know. I know James Jones is like doing stuff in the front office. Yeah, yeah, he's a GM. He cause... is? He's not oh, that I,
1: dumb. I know Stephen A's game. He thinks cause James Jones and LeBron and their friends and that James is just gonna give him whatever he wants for James. Hell generation? no. No way. Kuzma for Booker? Booker should be an all star. Kuzma probably it's an outside shot that Kuzma's ever an All Star. Yeah,
0: you got, you got to be drunk to make that trade. I really can't picture. I can't picture a sane, a, a a sound state of mind choosing to make that trade. Yeah, that's not happening.
1: I don't believe that's going to happen. But, um, but
0: Kuzma has been playing great, man.
1: Yeah, he has.
0: And, he has. And even you know what's crazy is the one concern we had for this team really at this point is just Rondo's fit. Yeah, and even Rondo's starting to fit well with everybody.
1: Yeah, especially when they put him out there with the bench, and then oh, it's yeah. like, yeah, um, because he makes everyone on the court better when he's out there. Um, Lakers look good. I I hope they keep the roster how it is. I hope, but you never know with LeBron. Never know. I
0: like uh, LeBron and Kawhi took turns uh, spanking Cleveland.
1: Kawhi was just running people over on Cleveland. It looks kind of funny. Yeah. Did you see that break where they tried to stop him and he just <laughs> knocked everyone out the way? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. Uh, but there's, I don't really have much to say about the Clippers. We talked about them last week.
1: Yeah. You found out. I mean, did you see that? Um. <laughs> the jig is up, and that Drake was the. Drake house the meeting for Paul George and Kawhi. You Kawhita. gotta be shitting me. Yeah, it was at Drake's house.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> that's what that's what came out today. Yeah,
0: I didn't see this, but if if that's true, man, Drake and I, you know, we love Drake, but he is one of the biggest bandwagons in of all time.
1: Well. In his defense, this time, um, I mean, you know him, him and Kawhi hanging out is makes sense because Kawhi was on the Raptors. But Paul George
0: is he not a Toronto like? He's he has some kind of position for the Raptors.
1: He's the global ambassador. Yeah. Yes, right.
0: What you doing setting up? No, right.
1: setting up Kawhi to leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you fit you yeah. fitty
0: drake if he if You're fitty for that
1: i guess it didn't no one said that drake um like it was drake's idea though they just said that they talked they about it his at crib. Drake's house. <laughs> yeah they were at drake's house and then it just came up and said, Yo. okay
0: but why would you drake come on <laughs> you don't have like a second house that people don't know about like this should not get out
1: I think someone said it. That's crazy. I mean I think one of the players said it.
0: But I, I really don't I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous to me. It's just Yeah. Kawhi Kawhi is a weird guy, so nothing surprises me as far as his behavior is concerned. Right. Uh let's talk about a team that looks like they are starting to figure it out. The jazz? The Utah Jazz. Yeah. What did I say last week? What did I say about Mike Conley last week? <laughs> that he should go. He should go. And right. not come back. And again, like I mean, I was I was one of his most excited supporters coming into the year. I was still. Uh, but like I said, he's washed. Uh, this is... <laughs> You know, you know what would be cool? Him coming off the bench, I think, could work for them. Over Moutier? Moutier is better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Moutier is a little more exciting, obviously, but I-, I have point guard stability with Conley out there. Yeah. And-, and Conley, even when he plays poorly, he's under control. Mm-hmm. And I also know what kind of shots I'm getting with Conley and not just from him. What kind of shots is he going to create for others? Yeah. Moutier is a, is a wild guess as far as what kind of contribution he's given you. Mm -hmm. Cause there's, there's days when Moutier shoots the ball and I'm like, he's a good shooter. Yeah. And then there's other days he shoots the ball. I'm like, I never want him taking a jump shot ever again. (laughs) Right. So, as far as relying on that, I don't know. I I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Clarkson has been a fire addition for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So who did they trade?
0: Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, uh, the scrub Dante Exum. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and Exum has been putting up numbers in Cleveland. Good for him. I haven't noticed. Oh, I mean, why would you? Right, yeah. uh, but but he's looking like an NBA player at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but Clarkson has opened up the floor for guys. Yeah, and that's that's just been that's been Utah's problem for a number of years now, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it has yeah.
0: There's just not enough room out there for guys to like attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you got another guy to open up space for Mitchell, and that's why they've been playing so well. Yeah, and
1: Mitchell starting at the point. I mean, yeah, he's
0: balling. Yeah. He's been efficient, again, under control. Doesn't force shots.
1: I think him being the point guard helps him not force shots because I know. he knows he has to spread the ball and it looks good. Yeah. It looks really good.
0: Yeah. If you talk and continue to be the defensive team they've been it's hard for me to see, even with some of their offensive struggles, they're gonna be a tough playoff out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Mitchell's a hard guard for any point guard yeah. in the West for sure. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the Grizzlies?
0: We can. I I don't have too much to say. I watched them uh, yesterday mm-hmm. go Showtime against uh, Houston. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> and. I'm not kidding. It it looked like Showtime Lakers basketball, <laughs> with some of the highlights John Morant was making out there. Yeah, I, I, I saw mean, the
1: uh, stop on Harden, the three. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, Harden was he's getting excited. worked all game long.
1: He's um, he's electrifying. I mean, Morant, he's one of those Oh yeah, kind of players. Yeah,
0: and he like it's so obvious that. The, these other Memphis guys feed off his energy. Yeah, uh, and i honestly, I think they're this like good stretch of play that they've had. Uh, I think it's going to continue mm-hmm. because they've had this stretch without uh, Jay Crowder. Uh, mm. I imagine he can't be out forever. I, right. I would have heard about it if he had like a major injury. Right, um, and also. Uh, Jaron Jackson's a little bit slow coming along, but yeah,
1: he came out fast, and then yeah, he kind of he's having a sophomore slump.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but some of that is he hasn't really found his game yet. Yeah, uh, and I think that'll that'll come with time, especially now that he's going to get more and more comfortable playing with Morant. Yeah, uh, but you know who has came along faster than I thought he would, and I really didn't think much of him, uh, Dylan Brooks oh yeah he's a player
1: yeah i was a big fan of his at oregon i really was i thought they had like a when they had the team with um uh what's his name what's his name used to be on the warriors minnesota now uh the dunker oh man this sucks that i don't remember his name The dunker yeah block shots um
0: Jordan Poor. Bell,
1: Bell, yeah, Bell.
0: He doesn't even. He didn't even get off the bench. I know. And it look no, looked, they look be- all the better for it.
1: No, I mean he he's on Minnesota now, but I'm saying in at Oregon, Brooks and uh, Bell were together mm-hmm. and they were they had a good team, and he's a scoring machine. Brooks is.
0: Yeah, and he's he's becoming a a dangerous perimeter threat. Yeah. Like, like it's like the kind of guy who, if you don't guard him out there, he's giving you five, six, seven threes. Right. Uh, But Jordan Bell, they're they're better for not playing uh, him right now.
1: No, no, he's not on Memphis now. He's on uh, Minnesota.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a clone is out there.
1: Uh, Clark. Is another one, uh, the rookie. Yeah. He's been playing really well for them.
0: Good energy guy.
1: Yeah, utility. He plays like every position. Good they size. use him. Yeah, they use him so many ways. And having Kyle Anderson, even though, you know, we know, we've talked about Kyle Anderson, but he's someone who's really versatile, plays like one through four. And, he, and
0: at worst, Kyle Anderson is at least when you put him out there, uh, like. I can trust Kyle Anderson to get other guys to touch the ball. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's just been helpful because it's uh, so many young guys. You mm-hmm. gotta just you gotta let them grow. Yeah, uh, and and they're with Morant leading the charge, man. They look awesome.
1: Tyus Jones fit in, and he's he's making it in the league. I thought he'd be out of the league. Valentunas looks great.
0: Yeah, Valentunas is getting a little bit of a post bag. Yeah uh, He hit a couple of like Jab Like Rip through floater moves I was like whoa mm-hmm. And there And Memphis l- Looked comfortable Giving him the ball Yeah Which Toronto never did uh, Yeah but, but you know Part of that was on him mm-hmm. uh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see how they do man Right now they're in a, In the playoff hunt mm-hmm.
2: and I
0: Hard for me to imagine seeing them cooling down outside of you know Moran getting hurt, which hope to God that doesn't happen. But
1: yeah, I think it would just have it would just take other teams heating up. You know, that's the only way I could see them getting knocked
0: out. Bro. Harden, by the way, took like 40 shots to score 45 points. let <laughs> <That's laughs> point out,
1: no surprise there, bro. The that's bl- the usual.
0: Let me be on- I'm gonna be honest. The blueprint is out on how to guard him. It is? I think it is, because Memphis, Memphis, to me, did what the Warriors have done in the playoffs to him, Which is? Which is, you. See, if he's going to kill you with the step backs, he's going to kill you with the step backs. You live with that. Yeah. Those are not good shots. You put a long enough guy on him to contest it, I'm living with that shot. Mm-hmm. But what I can't let him do is, when he drives, you can't stick your hands in there. And for a young team... They were they were so awesome at getting bodies in front of him. Every yeah. time, every time he beat his one-on-one matchup, and he did it a lot because you know we know he's a capable scorer. Mm-hmm. There was a body, a big body in front of him, right? And he would, you know, Harden is he tries to draw fouls, and that shit was not happening because yeah. guys were disciplined, mm-hmm. uh, and that's discipline is really all it takes to stop him.
1: Yeah, it is. As long as everyone is on the same page on right. how to guard him, they usually, right. you know, I told you that one time um I think it was the Bucks when the Bucks played him, I think it was last year, and they did an amazing job stopping him. When they stayed on his left side, yeah. remember that? Yeah. And made him take right-handed floaters.
0: Yeah. But that's I mean, that's what like Utah did that so poorly. I know Because if you're gonna You have to put a body In front of him But you can't leave Capella open
1: Right You yeah. can't leave Capella open And you can't come in From the wing Off Tucker Right Cause Tucker will give you Four threes If you're not Checking him out there Right And then now They got um, House Who kind of Does the same thing Tucker does Yeah it, That's where a lot of Teams fail They come in They crash And um, Fill the Paint up And then you know, then the outside is open and then if they don't fill the paint up then Capella has a field day, you know.
0: I will tell you what, man, personally I, I couldn't play with James Harden ever in my life. Oh me either. And, and we've played with some interesting characters uh, in our college careers. Mm-hmm. Uh but man, dude, it's not it's not that he missed a bunch of shots. Everybody does that from time to time. It's how Mm -hmm. comfortable he was missing all those shots. Like, bro, this idea that you have to shoot your way out of a slump and there's no other, like, way to get going is so stupid. It's so Mm -hmm. basic. It's so so predictable, guardable, and he gets exposed, like, every other week now. Yeah. Every other week he gets a 45-point game taking 40 to 50 shots. Right, And that shit is... He refuses to change his game. It's so obvious. Yeah, It's so obvious. Houston... I can feel Houston players getting frustrated by not touching the ball. When they would touch the ball, they'd make great plays, and then they'd go five minutes without touching the ball again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In the second half, every time Eric Gordon got the ball, something good happened. Yeah. And yet, in the fourth quarter, it was Harden, Iso harden iso harden iso and that's it
1: <laughs> right
0: i mean come on you got to adapt please
1: we'll see what happens man i mean i think they'll they'll probably need another coach if not harden's just going to be one of those guys that can never do it because of how he plays he won't be the first iverson was there
0: yeah this is frustrating man he at least if he was a good leader, like, I'd live with some of that play. But when he plays like shit, the Rockets look dead. They look dead. And it's so obvious that if if, if you make Harden miss shots, you can have an easy time beating this team.
2: Yeah.
0: And you know Westbrook's going to come back and take awful shots just to make up for all that. I would
1: just make Westbrook beat me. I don't care how many points Westbrook gets if Westbrook gets 50 you probably win by 50 you know yeah. as long as Harden doesn't go crazy too but. Just
0: like if you make Harden take a lot of shots to get his points you make them so stagnant and, and so predictable and it's, that's just not going to work in the playoffs
2: mm. but
0: we know that it just it kills me that it looks like the Rockets don't of all teams to not know that Right. I mean, self-awareness, please. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh what else? Uh what else is going on in the association? Uh I'm done with Portland, man. <laughs> They're done. They
1: need to blow it up. They're done. Or fire the coach. Please fire him. He's doing so bad. And this I don't know. Man. He
0: is doing poorly because it's
1: their team. There's no, there's no like blatant flaws on the team, so I can't really say it's the team's fault. And the thing is, I don't think they necessarily like shoot bad or play that bad. They just can't stop anyone from scoring. The other team just scores whenever they want
0: to. Yeah, they're trash defensively.
1: How do you have Whiteside and he not average? Yeah two or three
0: blocks why is white side I, I, to me it seems like white side still blocks a lot of shots but you don't feel them right like i feel capella when he protects the rim i feel gobert i feel yeah. uh i
1: feel Valenciunas.
0: Valenciunas. i feel uh, dwight howard of course anthony davis I, I mean these guys that alter shots on a regular basis like you feel their presence in the game yeah it just kills me.
1: And the thing is, they don't even use Whiteside how everyone else uses their center. No, That's the other no. thing that blows my mind. I don't know why Whiteside doesn't have four alley oops a game.
0: Four. But, but he takes four jump shots a game.
1: Yes. The Lillard and and Whiteside alley oop play should be option number one every time you don't you come down court. And if they try to stop Whiteside on the alley oop, Lillard bang the three. Plain and simple. Why is it that hard?
0: You know, watching them the last couple of weeks, I got a couple games to see them. Yeah. Uh, Terry Stotts should be fired. I completely agree.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But Lillard and McCollum have done an awful job elevating their teammates.
1: I agree with that. Which blows I...
0: my mind because these are the same guys that elevated Al Farouk Aminu.
1: Can't... Oh. Let me say this. My biggest disappointment of the entire season... I don't care what else happens the rest of the season. My biggest disappointment is how garbage Kent Bazemore has been. Complete garbage. He's done nothing. He's out there on the court just running around. He's like Alan Crabb. Doing
0: nothing. Nothing.
1: He just gets sprints in every night and gets exposed. He's like... They should... You should put in the guy who just stands there in front of Lillard to take threes to put a hand up on Lillard. That's all he does, he does nothing. And I like Bazemore, so I'm not saying this because like I think Bazemore is trash, he's not trash, but he's not doing anything and he's not playing bad. No, but no one on the court can do nothing. You can't play five on four, and they do it every night. I mean, four on five, I should say. And
0: it pisses me off that you know who has been elevating their teammates? Who? Carmelo fucking Anthony. I <laughs> know. Are you kidding? Dude, I watched him like two days ago. Bro, he was getting dimes out there. He looks like the best version of Carmelo low-key. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Bro, it blew my mind. They would feed him in the post, bucket. They'd swing it to him, bucket. Uh, He'd push the ball in transition, good pass. I was like, bro, what is this? Mm, mm-hmm. Why is Melo looking so fire and everything else is falling apart?
1: Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, again, it's, it's bizarre. It's not it's... even
0: on Mello because Melo has done what we asked. Yeah. Melo has changed his game. He doesn't hold the fuck out the ball. Even when his isos is quick. Right. Everybody else seems like lagging behind as far as adapting
1: yeah yeah i you know what and this may sound crazy i would bring mccollum off the bench at this point because him and lillard out there on the same at the same time with carmelo yeah, it's, is not not, doing it's not anything. working yeah and it's not that i i don't think mccollum doesn't need to be on the team but i think the mccollum and lillard duo should split time with carmelo And Carmelo, I think, has to start at this point. Any team who thinks he shouldn't be starting now is, you know, not watching the games.
0: Um, Yeah, dude, please watch Portland games just to watch how great Carmelo has been.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because I really like like, um, how he's been playing. I like how him and Lillard look on the court. Even him and McCollum. But when it's McCollum and Lillard, it's like... Okay, there's too many shooters, not enough basketballs, you know.
0: And there's and there and there's never been enough defense.
1: Never, no. Nah. And the crazy thing is, I feel I used to think McCollum played the best defense out of the three of those, and now I'm not seeing it. And Lillard, for a while, Lillard stepped up his defense last year, and I mean the beginning of this year, but no one else did. And once again, Baysmore. You know,
0: I just I just need consistency from somebody on this roster.
1: I would rather had Evan Turner than Bazemore at this point. I well, they, playing.
0: They've they've made me miss all their awful players that they let go. I don't like you don't know. think Markless can would. help them right now? Oh, of course. Especially with how trash they
1: are defensively. Harkless would be an upgrade from Bazemore. Harkless
0: is like their missing piece right now. Honestly, (laughs) defensively, they lost Aminu and Harkless, and it shows. Yeah. And for as as much shit as I gave those guys, I mean, it it shows how, how much they needed them.
1: And I liked Harkless, but Aminu. And the thing is, they lost Aminu's, even though I think Aminu took probably the worst shots in the entire NBA last year. He was aggressive. And once again,
0: Baysmore not aggressive. I swear, bro, Bazemore only gets aggressive when they come out of, like, timeouts. That's so the he, coaching staff be having to tell him, like, yo, attack.
1: He gets, like, one attack, though, then that's it. Yeah, it, done. it's
0: because it's an awful play. It's an out-of-control play. It's just a mess. Yeah. Like, he's a slasher. He's a slasher who can, who can hit wide-open shots. Why mm-hmm. is he running pick and rolls? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like bro, like not a lot of things make me want to turn off the games, but when Kent is out there running a pick and roll, how, to me, you're trying to lose at that point.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's really bad. It, and it's just I don't know. I it makes me regret them even getting Bazemore. I really thought Bazemore was gonna be their X factor, someone who's capable of getting twenty five. You know, if you don't play him. But now, I mean, I I just make everyone but Lillard and Carmelo beat me. McCollum and Bazemore, I'm oh I'm taking that gamble easy. I'm denying, I'm denying Lillard and I'm denying Carmelo the whole night and then I, I know I'm going to win the game. Yeah, They're man. not going to pass it to Whiteside, not in the paint. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're not going to give it to him where he can score, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, man. And the crazy thing is, Whiteside has had some big games this year. Didn't he have like a 28 and 20 recently? I mean, he's
0: averaging like 16 and 14. I know,
1: and it's and it's just worthless.
0: Yeah, I know, again it's it's bizarre just like his shot blocks you don't feel his rebounds no you
1: don't he just grabs
0: the ball off the rim like he's seven foot he should be doing that he's
1: like seven three i mean give me some tap dunks i mean yeah and that's the thing i think is the biggest loss from them is the electrifying play that Harkless and Aminu brought and it's not that they would like have highlights all the time, but Aminu was gonna try to dunk on someone every night. Like, even if he was gonna miss it, he was going to dunk on somebody. Every time he went to the basket, those were his intentions. And Harkless wanted to play hard defense. He loved it. Yeah. You could see it. He liked getting blocks. He liked getting the tough steals. He even liked the hard taking foul. the
0: matchups too.
1: He did, and he I mean, he's a good defender.
0: Right. Nobody he's- Nobody on this current roster wants to take the matchup. No, they don't. And Bazemore, and Bazemore is so comfortable being trash. <laughs> I know. Like Bazemore to... will get exposed on regular possessions.
1: He used to be one of those guys I thought was hungry and that was just like foaming at the mouth to play good D. And he used to be. Doesn't look like it happened. anymore. Yeah, when he was on um the Atlanta team, like Teagues last year in Atlanta. Yeah. Or that when they played the Cavs and Kyrie he was balling, Teague was was dogging Kyrie low key, and Kent was playing great D on LeBron like as good a D as anyone in the league could play at that time. And then I don't know what happened, he's not hitting shots. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, he's my biggest disappointment of the entire season. Conley is close, but not actually, he's really not close. 'Cause I really thought Bazemore was gonna be the key. Yeah.
0: You know. You know.
1: And their bench is so soft. <laughs> Simons is not like I hate Simons I hate how a,
0: Simons plays. I hate he's it. He's not
1: a six man. He's not a good six man. Who else do they have off the bench again? Um, Anthony Tolliver Garbage. I mean, he still hit some fire threes, but okay
0: um you know who else they feel an absence of besides zach collins again just to say like a team feels an absence of aminu is ridiculous enough but they it looks like they are feeling the loss of myers leonard (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) that's that's insane (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) Bro, think about last time you saw Myers Leonard In a Portland jersey, what'd he do? Drop 30 on the fucking On Draymond Green's head
1: Yeah Aggression, he loved the matchups They need a defensive Beast
0: Yes, dude Uh, Myers Leonard would come out there, he'd hurt somebody By like, you know, fouling the shit Out of them, and he'd be proud of that shit
1: Him and Collins were probably The scariest backup front court in the league oh yeah i would never want to drive because i know i'm getting injured every time
0: (laughs) yeah they just they got like you said soft is a really good way to describe them right now
1: they're soft yeah because i'm trying to think who else comes off the bench
0: uh gary jr scowler bissier from time to time yeah
1: they need to trade Baysmore and three of those guys off the bench and get them out of there. I mean, I don't want them to trade Whiteside because I think Whiteside, when Nurkic comes back, Whiteside could be fire. Like, Whiteside off the bench, as long as Whiteside doesn't have to play 30 minutes, if Whiteside can give me a solid 18 minutes of aggression, block shots, and some dumps, I'm good. Because Nurkic is, you know, Nurkic is going to bring his A game. Collins, it'd be nice when he comes back too. He's a good backup for. Hopefully, like, hit some jump shots this time when he comes back. Um, but the rest of those guys, no. I'm cool on everybody else on the team. Who is their backup two-guard? You said Gary Trent?
0: Yeah. I ain't gonna do it.
1: They might have the worst bench in the league.
0: They're a candidate. <laughs>
1: Who is the worst one? Uh, the Suns?
0: Phil Philly, Houston. Oh,
1: Corkmaz would run the <laughs> He'd run the Portland bench. Yeah,
0: crazy right. Dibel. I agree. I like Dibel.
1: Yeah. Um uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, any other
0: uh, real quick about another Western Conference team. This is my first time getting a chance to see them play uh, on Monday, I think it was. Who? Uh, and we really haven't talked about it much because why do we need to? Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah. Bro, Timber's I did not, been dunking I did not on know Cat hasn't played in like a month. Who? Cat. Uh, oh, yeah. He's been out for forever. I didn't even realize that. I thought he's just been playing this whole time
1: now i I heard he was out because at the beginning of the season he came out trying to win MVP and then
0: Wiggins was too
1: they lost you know like twelve straight games
0: yeah I, I watched uh who do they play uh hornets, I think
1: <clears throat> they played the Thunder Monday
0: yes thunder my bad hornets was yesterday
1: mm-hmm
0: dude they and I was watching with a couple friends of mine, and we really decided to deep dive why Minnesota is so awful.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Minnesota, I think, is one of the worst drafting teams in NBA history.
1: Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. Wow, that's crazy talk. Yeah, they landed some of the number one picks.
1: They got they. Okay, go ahead. Keep going.
0: How many? How many trash? Uh, Selections
1: have they made? <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> I think their
1: selections are pretty good. They just trade them all away.
0: Yeah, that's part of the problem.
1: Because, because at one point before they got Jimmy Butler, like every draft pick they had was NBA starter quality. Like they had a whole team full of like three year guys that could have started on teams, and they traded all of them, and now they all, you know. Blossomed,
0: you know they've been trash for like over a decade now. Yeah. Um, and you know where when it really all started to go wrong is to to select Ricky Rubio with I think it was the fifth pick, and to have the next pick and select Johnny Flynn. (laughs) Bro, think about think about if I gave your if I give your New York Knicks uh, the fifth and the sixth pick, yeah, it's not obviously it's not gonna fix all the problems New York has, yeah. but at least you could add some depth. At least you could add rotation guys. Yeah,
1: and one of them is not gonna be trash, right? One of them probably will be, but the other one will not be. To take no
0: guys who play the same position is just is. Pretty
1: stupid. Well, the, the thing with Rubio, Rubio wasn't he wasn't gonna play. Yeah. Remember, because yeah. like they said, Rubio said he wasn't coming back, coming to the U.S. for like three years or whatever. Yeah. That's what kind of I think that's why they did that, but I don't know why they picked Johnny Flynn, even though Johnny Flynn was a monster.
0: But you know what? The other thing is they've never gotten a steal.
1: No, they haven't.
0: Like, when was the last time, yeah, they get Okogee or Koji's okay?
1: I think Levine was probably their biggest steal, and then they didn't even use him.
0: Again, as soon as they get rid of him, he's emerging.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Jimmy Butler leaves. He looks like he's having a ton of fun everywhere he's been. And he didn't even yeah. have fun in Philly, and he liked it better than Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, it just... Nobody wants to stay there. They... they their stands, dude. It was a home game. I I haven't seen a game that empty ever. Ever. Mm. And I'm a Wizards fan. I was going to Wizards games in 09. <laughs> yeah. When they had Javaris Crittenton playing big minutes.
1: <laughs> the shooter. Right. The gunner.
0: (laughs) Dude, they are such a poorly ran organization from top to bottom.
1: They had two all-stars that they didn't get in that. Well, three. They could have got Brandon Jennings. It would have been better than Johnny Flynn. You know
0: what this team did in about a decade and a half ago? What? Did you know they drafted Brandon Roy? Yeah. And got rid of him the day they drafted him.
1: And then got him back.
0: Yeah, when he was like on his last leg yeah but i just this team does not commit to anybody Uh, there's yeah i will
1: their lack of commitment to players is definitely their biggest downfall to me because that and the thing is although shabazz muhammad is like missing in action now he was a good pick in the draft like based off how he played in in college i would have been okay with him going as high as he went
0: but, it's not, I'm not mad at every pick they've made. They mm-hmm. just don't get it right. I agree. I don't know if and it's like, their scouting problems or if it's just bad luck some of the time. I'm sure bad luck plays a part into it. Uh, but
1: and I, they, I think they draft, they draft like the best available and not like to fill the team. Because there's no, like you said, Rupio and Flynn doesn't make sense. Um, didn't Dunn and Levine come in the same year?
3: Yeah.
1: What, what sense does that make? And then, or Dunn might have came the next year while they had Levine, and it didn't make any sense. Um. Yeah, it, it's just those kind of things. It's just, it's just crazy. I don't understand, but, you know, I agree with you. They're definitely one of the worst as far as using their picks, for sure.
0: Yeah. They just waste They it just waste frustrated picks. me man I, Watching them I'm like And on the flip side OKC is a well run organization
1: By the way You didn't say Wesley Johnson
0: Yeah Derek Williams
1: <laughs> Look at who Wesley Johnson went ahead of though
0: <laughs> Clay Thompson he, I think
1: He went fourth in the 2010 draft Oh no <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins went fifth Gordon Hayward went 9th. Paul George went 10th. I mean, Eric Bledsoe went 18th. I would have rather had Bledsoe than Wesley Johnson. Bledsoe was fire. Avery Bradley went 19th. Hassan Whiteside went
0: 33rd. And, and you know what's funny is even since the KG days, yeah. why does this team always have a weak link in every lineup? Yeah, they do. Like that—that's been there. Like that's what I remember about Minnesota over the last twenty years.
1: Who was the weak link with with Garnett? Wally.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. One time All Star head ass.
1: Wally would fill
0: it up. That was that was the biggest issue. Is they thought he was reliable to fill it up, so they trusted him. Yeah. Cleveland learned that the hard way too.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Timberwolves, man. I went to a couple games when I was a kid. Uh when I lived in Minneapolis. Um we got anything else? NBA? Um
0: I feel like there was something, but uh no, I think that's it.
1: I feel like there was something too, but um
0: Yeah, I don't we're getting to the halfway point of the season i mean at this point we're like past the halfway point honestly Mm -hmm. uh and at this point like criticisms we have of some of these teams it's no longer oh let's give them so many games to figure it out No, no no you just have flaws at this point yeah and it's gonna be very interesting to see what the trade deadline looks like in What free agents uh, get snagged up prior to the playoffs?
1: Let me do this real quick then. Which three, you could say five, teams need a trade?
0: Houston, of course. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boston, if if they want to be serious. Mm Mm-hmm i trying to think. I, I want to make like the... I guess Philly. Philly definitely needs it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Brooklyn as a matter of fact?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, why not?
0: I mean, I don't okay. have much to say. Uh, Kyrie's back. Yay.
1: Um, okay. Thank you for that. For leading me into that. Because now... It's time for the weekly Kyrie tirade, everyone. Um, so I'm on record saying if Kyrie was faking the injury, it's the most egregious thing he's ever done, right? Something is going on that we don't know about Brooklyn, and I'm demanding to know because one minute. Kyrie's injury was not that bad. Then he misses what 17 games? About 2 months. He misses 2 months. Um then 2 weeks ago Kyrie said, "Oh, I can't lift my shoulder. I can't lift my arm to shoot at all.
0: Hopefully I, I... won't need surgery."
1: <laughs> yeah. Then comes out reports come out a week ago, by the way, that Kyrie needs might need season-ending surgery that would put him out two to four months (laughs) then three days later Kyrie is announced in the lineup I don't understand what is going on I don't believe anybody I don't believe Kyrie I don't believe Brooklyn I don't believe the coach I don't believe uh, DeAndre Jordan I don't believe anybody it doesn't make any sense because how do you not be able to lift your arm to shoot need
0: shoulder surgery and then play four days after you say that. And he's been, like, fire, too. He looks so healthy.
1: Right. <sighs> and then, how do you say, oh, I might miss two games, four games? At first, he was only going to miss those three games. The Cleveland, Boston, and Yeah,
0: duck in the Duck and the Comp.
1: And in, in New York. He was only going to miss those three games. Then he missed two months. And then he's going to miss the rest of the season. And then he doesn't miss any games. So... Something is not right. I don't know if it's the media that's lying, but I'm hearing it out of Kyrie's mouth that he might miss the whole season and then he's playing before that week is out. Within a week of him saying that. It doesn't make any sense, people.
0: None. Him and him and Durant really are made for each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're liars? Oh, yeah. And they're both like...
1: <sighs> they're just full of crap. They're just, they're just
0: clowns, like personality-wise. Did we talk about the Perkins debate? No, we didn't. I mean, Perkins said what everybody's, like, known. Westbrook is Mr. OKC. That's what I'm saying. Mr. Thunder. It's not, like, first of all, dude, obviously Westbrook's not better than you, KD. Like, relax. No one said that. That's what I'm saying. He's the greatest.
1: And this is one thing I wish people would, like, differentiate best and greatest are not the same it's not the same th- it's not the same word they don't have the same definition especially in the basketball talk like greatest means you're great like in more than ways more than just the ways on the court of basketball cuz like how do you measure someone's greatness just from playing basketball it's not just that greatness is everything else obviously on the court no one in the universe including Westbrook his wife his kid, his parents. None of them are going to say that he's better than Durant. Nobody. No one. But when it comes to what he's did, what he did on the Thunder, he did more than Durant. It's, I mean, he won MVP when Durant left. He averaged a triple-double three years in a row
0: after Durant left. I mean, what else can you say? Bro, you know what I hate... <laughs> Why does Durant, when he, like, argues with people on social media, why does he say things like a fucking child?
1: I know, it's always, like, digging right into someone's soul.
0: Yeah, he's, he <laughs> of course he goes for K- Kendrick Perkins' stats. Like, bro, everybody knew Kendrick Perkins sucked.
1: Yeah, well, not only that he sucked, but that he had really no, like, offensive contribution to the team. Right.
0: That wasn't his role. Bro, he was out there to get your bitch ass open with his screens for 30 minutes a night, and you're going to be disrespectful? And Kendrick Perkins played underrated
1: defense, by the way. Yeah. He was strapping other centers. Right. And he hard fouls. No one came in the paint. Like, you know, he was like <laughs> the Black Banes at one point, just he, hacking he, people. Yeah,
0: he was a good position defender, too, because he wasn't a great athlete, obviously. Right. Uh, But he was fearless, too. I just, bro, KD, KD's like the most basic uh, social media troll out there. Yeah, he is. And it's, it's like a top five basketball player in the league that's doing that.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And, and my friend was telling me about it because I didn't like, I didn't really hear about it when it happened. Uh, and my friend told me about it and I'm like, dude, I've been done with him since the burner shit anybody yeah. who makes fake accounts to trash like anything is such a clown right so now now that he's exposing himself further on social media yeah. I mean what is there to say it's so irritating yeah it is and then he wonders why people hate him like dude this, this is it right here nobody hates your game Right We've been critical of him As far as you know Kind of being a ball stopper At times But nobody questions That he's a hall of famer Nobody questions That he's You know A top 5 current player Probably a top 15 20 all time player
2: Yeah
0: He just doesn't get it It feels like
1: Right And actually What he does Takes away from his greatness I know So Alright um i got a gem
0: uh oh yeah i'll, I'll put my gem i bet
1: i was gonna play something off the mick jenkins but i'll save that for after we talk about it um and this is this is really short this is imperfections by an artist named fabo
3: Enough of school and bills and base Off the Adderall and alcohol for days Gassing up and I'm on my way Ain't change what God's behind me Right around with a 25 life Make the ticket quicker, nigga, in a rush Got to your campus, outside of your dorm room But you're talking so dirty Slim thick, yeah, a lower half curve I don't really think the surgery birth Imperfections make you burst. Much deeper than the case, baby You perfect. Tall so took a toll on a nigga man, but I'm still gon' slide when I'm in the state. Doing 105 on the interstate. I can hear it in your tone, you ain't feeling great. Smoke and burn and the burner bake. Showing love in real life, not the internet. All I want is you on my dinner plate. I don't need no size when it tastes this good. What you talking so dirty? Slim. Thing. case purses so deep that i make you look precious this is good but you what i on not purpose imperfections make you perfect
1: Yeah, that was uh, Imperfections by Fabo. P-H-A-B-O. Alright, we got a couple albums to get into. We haven't talked about music yet, 2020. So, here it is. Uh, Not a lot lot came out, but the big one... Yeah, the big one was Jack Boys. The compilation by the Cactus Jack family, Travis Scott's crew. Um, Don Tolliver. Who's the other one on there?
0: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> it's I know Don Tolliver,
0: but that's that's the only one.
1: There's someone else. Oh, Sheck West. He's I think he's with them, or maybe he's not. Either way, it's by the Jack Boys. Um,
0: what is it? Seven tracks, I think. Six, seven. Tracks? Yeah,
1: seven, seven.
0: Um, I think what was it? The intro wasn't really even a track
1: yeah no the intro was highest in the room and then there was one after that that was
0: yeah the the not the second track really wasn't that much of a track right yeah yeah, yeah. um but as far as the other songs go the highest in the room remix it was a little iffy for me uh little, yeah. little Baby part was pretty cool mm-hmm.
1: um
0: but it didn't really like it wasn't necessary yeah And I just I would have liked to see a remix with more like mainstream artists, I guess. Yeah. Kind of bigger talent, maybe that would have been interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the other four tracks or five Mm -hmm. are really good. Yeah. Um, I I don't have really of a deep dive for this because I I listened to it for a while over the weekend, and it's like twenty, you know, a little over twenty minutes, so you could listen to to it a bunch yeah Uh, you can really get through it in like a lunch break Mm -hmm. Uh, but the tracks are fun yeah they are and and that's what i was looking for is what's the chemistry gonna sound like Uh, Mm -hmm. how is travis gonna carry this or is he just gonna be a part of it Mm -hmm. and he was a part of it yeah which i think worked in in this project's favor because you still got that creative production that you know you're gonna get from travis Mm-hmm. But the art, other artists got chances to shine. Yeah, uh, and honestly, I had a ton of fun listening to it.
1: Yeah, I I agree with everything you said. I don't really have anything else to say about it. It is short. Um, nice hearing Don Tolliver. Uh, I like that there was multiple voices because I think a lot of times with with albums like this, you don't hear enough of you know other voices. And it's just the main guy, and like you said, Travis, he just fit right in, into the background. Really, um, it was good. It was a good project.
0: As always, I, mean, I gotta get nitpicky. I I didn't need Quavo.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I mean, Offset Offset had one of my favorite verses I'd heard from him in a while. Me too. But I, I don't know why.
1: What was the point of not just having the on there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I could have I used a takeoff verse instead of what I got from Quavo. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. But it was a good track. Yep, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what they do next, honestly. Uh, I hope we don't have to wait like three years for them to collaborate again.
1: Yeah, I think it would be cool to have another one of these at the end of this year. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, another seven, eight tracks. That's all I need.
1: Yeah. Alright. What's next?
0: Uh, Let's talk about Mick, the other small one. Okay. What'd you think? Um,
1: we've talked about Mick a little bit before. Yeah, I think um, I
0: reviewed his uh, Pieces of Man, I think it was.
1: Yeah, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I liked Healing Component. It was a lot of skits, but I liked it. Um, I've been a fan of his for a while. And there's one thing you can never say is going to be lacking on a Mick Jenkins project, and that's Lyrics. I mean lyrically, he's always gonna be, he's always gonna come correct lyrically. Um, but usually his song making is, uh, you know, it's not A work always in there. Progress. Yeah, but I think this, I think this little seven songs, the circus. I think his song making really improved. Um, I enjoyed everything on here. Uh, I listened to it while working out, and it, it's very uh vibey i like that he switched up what he was talking about a lot um i liked it man it's not much to say about it to me
0: yeah i'm similar i didn't really like the first two tracks they were kind of slow they were like old Mick jenkins Mm -hmm. where like you said the song making kind of wasn't there yet Mm -hmm. Uh, but from the earth gang track to to the end I, i had fun yeah and i can see he's growing as a like a artist yeah he is for sure Uh, so it'll be interesting to see in in a couple years what he looks like and what his music sounds like
1: yeah pieces of man was when 18 yeah at the end
0: of uh 18 yeah like fall i think of 2018
1: yeah it's time for another full project man
0: yeah i was surprised this was an ep
1: yeah me too Uh,
0: but uh, if we if we keep getting uh tracks like i am i'm convinced yes oh man he's he's on the right track
1: that was my favorite track too. Yeah, that, yeah.
0: I had to replay. I don't usually replay like songs as soon as they finish. <laughs> yes. But I went, about, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, yeah, hold on.
1: Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. All right. And the the Earth Gang one, that got released before, didn't it? Uh, was that on the um, Queen and Slim soundtrack?
0: Maybe, but I I missed it.
1: Yeah. E- either
0: way. All right great feature choice by the way to have one feature and to choose earth gang yeah great pick
1: yeah then they definitely run his kind of vibe too yeah i like that you heard both of them on there Mm -hmm. because sometimes only one of them raps in the songs um but yeah we got money bag next yep we're running through these really fast but that's cool i
0: mean yeah these aren't these aren't like deep dive kind of projects honestly
1: yeah none of them are if
0: mix was a full album we'd get more in depth with it but yeah uh jack boys it was just like entertainment yeah and you you spoke about listening to mix shit while working out yeah is there a better artist to listen to as far as rap music goes than moneybag yo while working out (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) dude he he gets me hyped every track yeah man and i've been a fan of his you know for a while now but there's something there's something to be praised as far as you know what you're gonna get and he never disappoints yeah never he like you know you're gonna get bars you know you're gonna get like fast kind of beats like his beats always have like an up tempo kind of sound yeah and it's such it's so perfect for his rap style yeah dude i love i love this project start to finish <laughs> there's there's a couple tracks uh bitch i didn't really like uh yeah. and spin on him i didn't really like
1: <laughs> but yeah
0: besides that this this album was so much fun
1: yeah I mean, he, him, and the baby are in like a similar lane. Yeah. Whatever it's called, and they're, I mean, they're killing it, bro. I mean, this it was this is a tough album. This, once real. you
0: hear this first track, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm, I'm listening to this. Yeah. Like this yeah. album is 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 just it has got a great blend of th- everything. Yeah, it does. Like he he kind of sticks to his you know his style, which is what I want. He tried to kind of. Like, kind of change it up a little bit. He tried to slow it down on a couple tracks. Mm-hmm. And, and surprisingly, they didn't suck. Like, they were good songs. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Match My Fly, I thought was cool. And uh, Thug Cry was the other one. Well, Real yeah, I... Love, too. But that was kind of a Summer Walker track.
1: Yeah, I really liked Thug Cry a lot. Um, Protective Brand is going to be a hit. Oh, yeah. I mean, those two together. What was Lil your Baby favorite track? Pretty good um i think thug cry might be my favorite um i liked real love uh thinking out loud was decent i mean uh, i i liked all of it really but i, I think the cry was probably my favorite
0: yeah I-, I love the like the first two tracks they open up this album so well yeah they do uh but yeah. my favorite surprisingly federal fed <laughs> future man I, it, you know there's not many podcasts who hate on future as much as we do
1: I, i'd be surprised if there is any
0: <laughs> yeah but he's two for two in 2020
1: yeah we'll get into the other one <laughs> we'll get into
0: it i like dude i like his uh money bag though i like this chemistry with everybody on here i did
1: too yeah him and
0: black black youngster's from memphis too yeah and black youngster yeah. For some reason, it always sounds like a good rapper with Money Bag, and it sounds like trash anywhere else.
1: Bro, I have no idea how he continues to make money. There's some people I just don't understand, like where their money comes from at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't and I don't want to like, obviously, I don't want to dig too deep into it for obvious reasons. But it's um... weird. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he. <sighs> it's okay moving on
0: <laughs> but yo man for, for the money bag fans this is exactly what you what you want
1: oh for sure for sure And if, he's very consistent
0: if you're looking for good rap music this is exactly what you want
1: he makes the kind of music that really is hard to be trash i know because it's like he just does what he does and right. as long as you pick the right beat right I mean, he's gonna be fine
0: and his beats never get stale yeah, That's one thing His songs Like I said They're so up-tempo That you They don't, don't get They don't get boring
2: mm-hmm.
0: Future by the way man Is Future and 2 Chains Are probably Two of the funniest rappers In the history of The, the genre
1: <laughs> 2 Chains is definitely Number one But yeah Future... Future's up there
0: man He makes me laugh Like even in his Some of his shitty songs He makes me laugh
1: Sometimes the laughing Isn't like it's not healthy laughter for for me at least yeah but yeah i i agree yeah let's, well, let's talk about it man
0: life is good
1: <laughs> yeah did you, have to.
0: did you see the music video
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i like the music video
1: i like it too uh, it's really good yeah it's, it's, it's funny i haven't seen a really good music video in a while too. yeah and they brought it drake and they
0: didn't take it Drake's- too seriously which was cool
1: Yeah, and Drake's doing well with music videos lately. Yeah,
0: I did go back. I eventually went back and saw uh, "No Guidance." I was pretty late to see that one
1: because
0: it's like a ten-minute video. Yeah, Uh, but it was funny.
1: It was funny. (laughs) One thing about the song, man, and Drake's life does sound good. But honestly, from this song, "Future's Life does not sound very good. I know. <laughs> Future's Life sounds kind of trash, honestly. I know.
0: I was thinking that, too, when I first heard the song. I was like, bro, this really, your lyrics don't really fit the title.
1: Yeah, and they tried to hit that. Um, uh, they tried to hit the. Wow. I can't remember the Drake and Travis song from last year.
0: Sicko mode. Sicko
1: mode. They try to hit the sicko mode beat switch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: but I don't understand why Future was the one who got the beat switch.
1: (laughs) You think Future should have went first with that beat and then Drake came in with his other
0: beat? No, no, no. I think Future should have, like, Drake still should have came in with the hook. And then Future gave me a verse on Drake's uh, beat. And then Drake would take what Future did
1: oh i got you yeah
0: now yeah. i think if drake had hopped on that beat switch
1: yeah dude. at first make you think that drake was gonna be the hook and then all of a sudden drake gets the beat switch oh, at yeah. the end
0: yeah i get that it been crazy but it, it's irritating that all these fucking future stands are coming out here talking about he bodied drake on the song
1: that's complete nonsense <laughs> like bro he
0: got the beat switch to do that shit
1: even if, I mean, even with the beat switch, he didn't rap better than Drake.
0: You know, you know what I noticed about Future? Even with his uh, money back verse. Bro, mm-hmm. all his fucking verses, they trail off at the end.
1: Like, they get worse?
0: Yeah, like, to, like they progress so poorly. They're too long. Because <laughs> he comes in, he'll come in, like, with bars from time to time. Yeah. But, like, he can't ever keep it going.
1: Right. Right.
0: And if you really need proof of that, just go see his uh, cipher from, like, 2013, I think. I've never seen one person get bodied by, like, eight artists in my life.
1: Right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember thinking, oh, he's never going to make it. Yeah,
0: MGK was on that one, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, um, Life is Good is another classic for them.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But it's for future do you think it's gonna be on the future album or the the what a time to be alive part two album
0: this is a good track to to get uh what a time to be alive to like the hype going for it
1: i think they could call it life is good actually instead of what a time to be alive too that would make sense i agree with that what a time to be alive then life is good like drake does did with his first four albums yeah kind of have the same theme um We'll see. I'm excited for it. Well, I take that back. I'm not excited, but I'm definitely interested.
0: I'm slowly getting excited for uh for this year as far as music goes. Yeah, now, I know better as far like I'm not getting crazy about it because expectations will be the the key to disappointment in a couple months. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm excited for just some of the artists that we got coming up at least this year. I don't know when yet, but at least this year. Did you see,
1: have you seen the Big Sean whiteboard gate? No. <laughs> so Big Sean, YK Osiris posted a picture with Big Sean, right? And I guess it's at Big Sean's studio. But in the background, Big Sean has a whiteboard sitting on the floor. And... It has. It says Detroit Two, and people have zoomed in on this whiteboard and see all these fire names that are supposedly featured on Detroit Two. Now I don't know if he did this on purpose, but if he did, he's he might be kind of genius.
0: But uh, this whole, resolve... everything you just said pisses me off because th- first of all, Detroit sucked. Why would I be excited about another one? Detroit sucked. Yes. It was like 20 tracks. There was like four great ones and then like maybe four other decent ones. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You got it. I told you, I'm not talking about Big Sean until the album drops.
1: (laughs) Yo, (laughs) I don't think people are going to, many people would agree with you that Detroit sucked though. That's fine. I I I liked it, but it, I didn't love it. But I didn't hate it. I like some of the songs, some of the songs I still kind of listen to. But
0: my problem is, I love uh, the second one, the second album that he dropped. Mm-hmm. Of course, I can't remember the name, even though I loved it. Typically. Hall of Fame. Yes.
1: Yeah, the one that no one else liked. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I liked it too. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: then so that's at that with that in mind, like I'm gotten used to not being on the same page as far as uh, Big Sean music goes. <laughs> I
1: I liked it, but I understand why people think it's trash. <laughs> I understand. But I also don't think Dark Sky Paradise got enough love.
0: I agree with that.
1: Because, I mean, the album is crazy. That, was, that would be in my top ten albums of the decade, rap albums. It would be, but...
0: Yeah, um, rap albums... uh. I would have to think about it, but probably, yeah.
1: So, some of the names on this list. I can't read the second name, but Chris Brown, of course. Drake, Thug, Future. Is that Logic? Lizzo. Uh, well, yeah, that's all it says on there. That, that's oh, some that's good names,
0: though.
1: Yeah. There's one name on here that says... I don't know what it says, but yeah. I'm happy.
0: Um, hey, man, I've been waiting for him and Logic to do another track for a while.
1: Speaking of, well, it also has... <laughs> it also has like 28 songs on it, by the way. Because the picture... um, Like, it starts on like a two-column thing. And this other side, it says 22, 23, 24, 25, 26... 27 28 oh 29 29 songs on it and it should be no
0: what it should be that long (laughs) yeah well with how long he's been gone
1: yeah it should be a double disc by now let me see if i have the picture you
0: gotta dude you gotta bring heat to give me 20 plus songs yeah, like the game pulled it off, but again, the game, like his his last, it was kind of his last one, and there was like extra meaning to it, there was extra depth to it. Yeah, like you can't come in here with these mediocre hits that you've been trying to put out there last fall, and, and act like I'm gonna listen to 29 tracks of that shit. Yeah, 29. What are you, Chris Brown? What are you doing? Yeah,
1: maybe maybe he'll release it at two different times. Like the game did on
0: doc Two. That'd be cool. I would like that.
1: Yeah, I would like that
0: too. I'm, like two like, weeks. I'm hating on him a lot, but I would, I'm ready. Big Sean. I'm listening no, to your album opening weekend.
1: Yeah. I saw a meme the other day of, um, do you know the album that Playboy Cardi is supposed to release that he hasn't what it's called again? No, I don't. Um, uh, well, whatever it's called. Uh, oh, Eternal A Take. And <laughs> it was Cardi doing push ups. <laughs> and it said Playboy Cardi preparing not to release Eternal A Take. <laughs> and I busted out laughing because he was doing push ups hard. <laughs> and it just made me think about all the other guys who don't release their albums. And I'm thinking like Big Sean's at home lifting weights, preparing not to release <laughs> Don Life and Big Sean has sold merch for an album that's not coming out that's crazy he's wearing a jacket a sweatshirt in this um, picture of Don Life and the album is called Detroit 2 so that's blowing my mind Um, Bryson is still nowhere to be found him and the Wale video came out Bryson looks all full of life he's laughing he's joking he's having a good time not releasing music Preparing not to release whatever his album is gonna be called. <sighs> this this might be a crazy year, man. It may be action packed, full of music. Ariana I, hope, might I hope, release man, again, I If heard. these guys
0: are gonna keep us waiting, don't don't build up hype. Just drop it. Yeah, like, how I fire would like that. if May if May just hit and like that Avengers time came. Obviously not for Avengers, but for just like summer yeah and he just dropped it
1: their movies yeah
0: oh my god that would be so fire
1: yeah i would like for them to like team up for like three months or maybe the whole summer and all the big artists just say okay every week somebody needs to drop something fire weekend rihanna big sean bryson another guy we should be getting
0: something from him
1: yeah party next door who else are we missing that's missing in action. I feel like someone else we talked about. Um, anyway, J Cole. J Cole, yeah, they released two songs. Did you hear them? The Dreamville. Oh, Bill.
0: Dreamville, I did. Yeah, pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm. There's not really much to talk about, but yeah, they're good. But yeah, J Cole. I think Wayne is supposed to be coming again.
0: Uh, I'm skeptical, but I'll listen to it.
1: I need a new. I need a new Wayne. Like, I need new Wayne.
0: Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne had a very interesting feature year this past year. Yeah, he did. Uh, he kind of had a mix of like, kind of trying to be versatile, mm-hmm. but at the same time putting out some good throwback verses. Yeah. I'm still listening to the Fat Joe and Dre, pulling mm-hmm. That shit is so fire. Yeah, it is. It's it's real rapping. Yeah, and Lil Wayne's had a couple of tracks like that in 2019 that I was like, with him I'm kind of like skeptical every time now just because he's been around so long.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But he's he's exceeded my expectations a number of times.
1: Is Ludacris making music again? I don't need it. You don't need it.
0: Nah, I don't.
1: Wow, I hate her.
0: You said hater? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. All right, that's fair. I Five mean, I, years? Say, I say that, but if it drops, first day, I'm there. Me too. It's on my phone.
1: <laughs> I think Tory Lane said he's going to release like a compilation project with his, his you, artist something. that he signed. When Tory
0: Lane speaks, unless it's on a track, I don't listen. <laughs> why bro? is there he steered you wrong is there like he's fucking he's a clown he's like the kd of rap music is he he's not obviously he's not as bad but he's he's coming out saying like all this annoying shit bro he came out a while back uh like talking about how the music is whack now because of this this and this and it was all three things that he does i
1: know I remember that, yeah. I don't remember I what exactly
0: like, he said, but...
1: Your music is probably wet because he released four albums every year. <laughs> like, he he releases more music than anyone.
0: Yeah, he's he's on everybody's project, it seems like.
1: <sighs> Almost. He's cool, Everyone he's that little Baby isn't on, he right, finds that, his yeah, way that's, on.
0: that's a whole different story.
1: Lil Baby snuck on this <laughs> money bag. Your little baby must have the most frequent flyer miles In the world Cause he's on everyone's In everyone's studio on everyone's song
0: Yeah it's crazy At least he's <laughs> um, holding his own Like he's not been bad
1: Yeah no, he hasn't um,
0: Interested to see what he does next
1: Yeah People I mean I know I, I joke about him being on every song And it, I'm not saying that he's not good Cause he is a good He's a good artist. He's not a good rapper, but he's a good artist. I understand why people like him because he's definitely in right now. But I don't want Tory Lanez to make as much music as he makes either. I don't... These guys who are not Drake, Kendrick... We need another Kendrick project too, by the way. J. Cole. When they release so much music, it dilutes their good music... Like I said about Dave East a while ago. Mm-hmm. Like if I only like 12 Dave East songs and he's released 6 mixtapes I don't like Dave East.
0: Yeah. yeah, the shooting so, percentage is not good at that point.
1: Yeah, so I mean and I like everything Tori makes just about. So Tori doesn't really fall into this but for someone else who doesn't like his stuff and only likes one thing he's doing it to them. Drake does not do that. Like everything Drake Makes he takes his time making, and everyone who likes Drake probably likes almost everything he's made, in a way. Some, in you know, to an extent. But little baby, if you give me a hundred songs, hundred fifty songs a year, and I'm only liking eight of them, you know, it, it's not good. Yeah. You got to take your time and um, like give me good projects. I don't want to hear little baby like run out. That's all I'm saying. And he's, what, 20? Yeah. I don't want him to have 400 songs before he's 23, and then at 24, he's just releasing some garbage. And that happens. It's happened. A lot of times. But, yeah, anyway. I think it happened to Young Doug, mm-hmm. low key
0: but... Yeah, it, there's just, like, a balance that none of these artists, like, follow or have. <laughs> Yeah. Except, like, Mon- like Moneybag Yo has balance. Like, he drops yeah, he maybe does. every, like, eight months.
1: Yeah, and it's good. Right. And he's not on everyone's project.
0: Right. But he pops up every now and then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he makes you miss him. By the time Lil Baby comes out with something else, I won't even want to hear it. Because I've heard Lil Baby all year.
0: Right. That's a good point.
1: Um. Real quick. You hear about beavers did you make a yummy playlist i didn't did you like yummy i didn't hate it it gets stuck in your head sometimes
0: yeah it's catchy
1: you think his album's gonna be good
0: you know i'm trying to i think every one of his albums has exceeded my expectations (laughs) that's not to say all of them have been good Mm-hmm. But they've all been better than what I thought they would be. So, mm-hmm. for, for, so for this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, I think it, it will be good. Okay. Because his last okay. one, he came off a break with the last one, and he just killed it, man. Yeah, he killed. He sounded more mature, uh, just more like in depth, more emotional with his music. Yeah, uh, he's he's progressed into an adult actually like as far as sound goes his music is more mature now yeah uh, so I'm, I'm I think it'll be good
1: okay um uh segue I listened to Selena Gomez's album <clears throat> okay uh <laughs> Selena Gomez has been mysteriously Killing the Streaming Charts. You've heard about that, right? Yeah, actually. And I'm here to tell you (laughs) I will be contributing to her Killing the Streaming Charts. This album is good, man. (laughs) uh, I am surprised. Speaking of exceeding expectations, I did not expect it to be good at all. But, um... It's... It's unique. It's confident. She kind of has this, uh... She kind of has this, uh, spunk. And, um... Uh... What am I trying to think of? Just the the confidence she has in the music. Like, the songs are very, like... She's cool. Like, she sounds like she's cool. Mm -hmm. Cooler than I think she is, probably. But she thinks she's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Um... It's good, man. I like it. The beats are crazy. She has a lot of change ups. Um she's into that like Dua Lipa lane with like Oh wow, um, okay. Yeah. I can a, roll with that. Almost all of it is upbeat.
0: Oh yeah. I think I that, like Dua Lipa a lot.
1: That one song she has, the I needed to love you to lose you to love me or whatever mm-hmm. that's on the commercials. That's the only slow song on the album. On the whole album. Oh, Everything wow. else is kind of upbeat, beat changing, drops, stuff like that. And I, I was surprised. I'm like, man, she's kind of like, she's in, she's out here. I mean, it's good. She talks about dancing. Um, the little visuals I saw look pretty good. Her and Six like had pretty good chemistry. I didn't like the Cuddy song. Um, but, you know, I'm not a Cuddy fan. I've said it on here. I'm cool if I never hear Cuddy again. I feel like I've heard all of the Cuddy I need to hear. So I won't blame anyone for liking it because they're nostalgic and they miss Cuddy, but I didn't like it. And I didn't like, uh, there's one more. I think Cut You Off was the other one I didn't like. But everything else, man, I really enjoyed pretty much everything else. Not saying that it's like a fire album. I'm not saying that. But I will listen to the album more. There's some songs on here that I probably will go back to. So, (laughs) that's all I got to say about it. All
0: right. I'm going to try to check it out. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what's coming out this Friday. Anything big? Um, Uh, Halsey might be coming out this Friday, actually.
1: Halsey might be. I think Party might be.
0: Oh, I think. It's either this Friday or next Friday is uh, Russ.
1: Okay, the Mac Miller posthumous is coming out Friday.
0: Oh yeah, I'm definitely listening to that.
1: Um, I think yeah, I think Halsey is too. Like you said.
0: All right, so we got. All right, maybe I won't get to Selena this weekend, but I'll I'll get to that album at some point. Definitely. I think
1: Joyner is coming too.
0: (gasps) No. He's
1: supposed to. I don't. I don't
0: believe it until I see it.
1: He's at home doing push ups and preparing not to release. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: It? <laughs> yeah. I I don't know, but I heard I heard it was supposed to come out. He might be trying to, you know, surprise people. Might be. I don't know. Um we got anything else for music?
0: Um No, I think that's it.
1: Alright, I'll play your gym now. Um, I feel like there was something else I was gonna say though.
0: We talk about the movie when you when we get back. Yeah, all right, we'll be right back. I do want to hear about it.
1: This is Gang Gang by Jack Boys and Sheck West.
0: What the fuck is we
4: doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah gang, back in the stool Gang, gang, uh. gang, 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 gang. Yeah, gang gang, gang back in the stool gang. Yeah nigga, win, 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 win. Bitch. How can I lose? Ha, uh. How can I lose? Ha, uh. How can I lose? Yeah. I ain't with the gang, 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 gang. Physically gonna shoot uh. uh. Meet and travel in the coast, shoot. paparazzi, we see your roof yeah. Uh. yeah See your bitch and loose I'm in LA with the views. Huh. I'm in LA with the boots. Yeah. We on the quest with the tribe. It's way too late, pick a side. Jack make them boys come alive. Better not fuck up the vibe. Running this shit with a stride. And you know my gang, the fly. I'm with the gang,
5: gang, gang, gang. Boys hoppin' out of coupes. Yeah. I'm switching lanes, tryin' to. Believe I got the school, school I can make a hundred right now Keep it all to the truth. truth. Holds, boy, I got the troops yeah. Send stand like a fluke. Host boy, going up Track yeah. on the yeah. move yeah. In the age, rubber screw. screw Flaming, all on with the
4: Came from the mud, straight to the top us yeah. outside, double park I'm from New York, she like how I talk She need her ass, it's bought Came to my chambers, we went wild Showed a bitch crazy, gave him more mouth. Saw a young jock, nose going down Smoking that jack, get about a the pound Don't need the pussy, I'm in and I'm out Run into still smoking out loud Hit my hoes and I'm in town They know who got the scouts I'm with the gang, 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 gang Boys having all the I'm switching lanes,
5: tryna. Boys in the blue I see i holding out of my chains. But knitting all on the loop When I'm riding out my side Please believe I got the scoop. I can make a hundred right now Keep it all to the truth the Whole boy, got the truth Send a stand like a flute Ooh. Whole boy, going on. Jack, boys, on the truth. Yeah. They robbing and killing. Young nigga rich, but I'm still from the trenches. Luxury tax, my water by G. P.I.U bitch, I bang when I bleed. I'm passing up pills, I'm a geek at the VIP. One shot to the head and make sure he don't miss. I fuck on the bitch, I've been stalking on fifth. Still pulling a pack They say it don't exist. Fifth got some vibes at the crib. Like, I wanna fuck right now. Keep playing some honey for real. Bitch, I'm going up right now. Bitch, roll with some weed you know, gang in the stool. Models on bottles, 1942 Models on models, this shit nothing new You might kiss some shots, taking shots at the crew I like my hoes by the two Blue 800k on the coupe We fucked it with nothing else to do You play with the flame, I'ma shoot It's a hundred round drum, I got mob ties It's a double limb truck, ain't no broke vibes Now we only take jets for the hard times No, I call up them killers, they gon' slide Bitch, I'm with the gang I'm with the gang, 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 gang Boys hopping all the
2: coups
5: I switchin' lanes, tryna maintain Duckin' boys in the blue See I'm holdin' out of my chains, I'm needing all on the loose When I'm riding off on my side, best believe I got the scoop I can make a hundred right now, Keep it all to the truth Whole squad got the truth, send a stand like a flute. Whole spot going up, track boys on the news Yeah!
1: That was Gang Gang by Jack Boys and Shaq West. All right. So real quick movies. Um, so I saw Just Mercy. The movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and some other people. Um, so when I first saw this trailer... Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm I'm a crier in movies, especially very emotional movies. Um (sighs) And it's easy, man. Three times. There's three moments. I was like, yeah, it's it's coming out for sure. The tears. And when I say crier, I'm not I don't mean like I need tissues and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I mean I get teary eyed, that's all.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the last time a movie made me, like, cry, cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't mean like that at all. It's, it's yeah, just happened I'd to me, like, like,
0: once or twice. Like, I just can't remember right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah.
1: I, like, you know, the tears. I get some tears. Um, man, what a movie, man. Very, very powerful. Uh, based on a uh, true story by um, Brian Stevenson is a lawyer um, who was working with people on death row and uh, helping exonerate them and get lighter sentences when they were um, wrongly accused or wrongly convicted or wrongly uh, sentenced. So, man, Jamie, Jamie did an amazing job. I don't think I have to tell anyone that Jamie is a good actor because I mean, if you've ever seen Jamie Axe, you should know he's a pretty good actor. Uh, Michael B. Jordan did what he normally does. (laughs) Just talk and, you know, look surprised. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying... he's, like, um,
0: intense.
1: Yeah, he's intense.
0: But he's he's always... He's, like, 100% of the time intense. Like, he doesn't know how to cool down. (laughs) Right.
1: And he had some nice moments in here where he was cool, he was nice funny i don't see him smile much in movies and he has some nice laughing moments in this um but it was very real life i really felt like like for a second you didn't know that these were two actors doing this it was one of those like you could really see how they those guys on the screen could be the guys it was one of those michael jordan Um,
0: michael b jordan's at his best in movies like that too
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to throw back to Fruitvale Station. Oh yeah. Classic. Yeah. Such but a gem. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a really 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 good movie. I encourage everyone to see it if you haven't seen it. Even not for the movie quality, but for the story quality. The story is an amazing story. Um I think everyone did a good job. Uh Yeah, man. I really enjoyed it. I would go see it again. Honestly, I really would. Very emotional. Um, trying to think of, there wasn't really many surprise actors.
0: I was Um, the main actress, Brie Larson,
1: (laughs) man. Let me be honest with you. They could have got any white girl to be Brie Larson in this movie. Anybody. Amy Adams would have been great. Uh, Sandra Bullock would have been nice. <laughs> Anybody. But she did good. She was good. Right. She was a nice support. Um, O'Shea Jackson was in it. That was kind of a surprise. And he did pretty good. He didn't really have to do that much. But he did good. Um, I think that's it when it comes to big actors. Yeah. It was good, man. Definitely, Definitely go see it. Anyone listening, definitely go see it. Great time. That's all I got.
0: I'll say for movies, real quick. I, I caught up on a, a horror movie I missed last year. Uh huh. Pet Cemetery.
1: Uh huh.
0: This sucked.
1: Classic. It sucked?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, it sucked for. With Curse of La Llorona, uh, it, the problem was. Just jump scare, jump, scare, jump scare. Mm, that shit gets mm-hmm. so annoying. Mm-hmm. With this movie, with Pet Cemetery and and we all know this cliche when it comes to horror movies. But horror movie characters making like idiotic decisions mm-hmm. like bro, can we get past that please? Please, I'm sick and tired of these trash ass horror movies driving the plot. By making like making characters just do stupid shit,
1: mm, mm-hmm.
0: and that's what Pet Cemetery is full of.
1: Give me an example. I, I don't want to spoil Music.
0: it, but so Jason Clark is the main character, and he's a pretty good actor. You know, he doesn't. What's he from? Uh, he was in uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh okay yeah. He yeah, was yeah. the the bad guy in Terminator Genesis. Uh-huh. Um th- there's a point where he understands what the pet cemetery is and what it does. Uh-huh. And he just and he just like accepts that and and makes a choice which just which made no sense. <laughs> Again, this is a slight spoiler. But the pet cemetery brings people back to life. It brings animals back to life.
1: I think everyone knows that. Yeah, and he—if you've ever heard of pet again, cemetery— uh, you know
0: one it. issue is that it takes about an hour and a half for him to figure that out. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. And then, he, like the the third act of this movie is just filled with uh, bat, like stupid horror movie characters one on one. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you hear a weird sound? Go to it. Oh, we are in a team. We should split up. Oh, I see that weird shit. Let me go touch it. Oh, this this uh, animal seems like out of control. Let me try to pet it. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. It, the movie was full of that shit. And by the end, I was done. I was like, this sucks.
1: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That is that the second or third one they did?
0: This is the second time they've, like, done it. Okay. But there, there's, two, I think, one or two from the late 80s, 90s, I think. So
1: there was a sequel before, an original sequel, right?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Okay. Anyway. I, I will <laughs> see 1917 before it leaves theaters.
1: Okay. i trying to think, is there anything I, I want to see coming up? Bad Boys for have... Life? No, I don't want to see Bad Boys for Life. And for some reason, everyone I talk to thinks that's such a crime. I don't want to see it. I'm sick of those movies.
0: I never liked the Bad Boys 1 or 2. You didn't? No.
1: I didn't either. They were such like.
0: They were late as far as Buddy Cop movies go.
1: Yeah, and the thing is with. Like, I don't like. I like Martin a lot. I don't like Martin being like dumb, the butt of every joke in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't like that. It's not it's not a good dynamic to me. And when Will is like really cool, he's not cool to me in real life or in any other movie. He's always the goofy one. So like this is like the only movie that Will is like the cool guy. Well, Like focus. I didn't like it. I don't like when Will is cool. He's not good.
0: I feel. you. He try to be cool <laughs> as a uh, dead shot.
1: Terrible. <laughs> Stop being cool, Will. We know what you're good at, Hitch. That's the stuff I want to see. Men in Black. I just watched Hitch jokes. a
0: couple of weeks ago too.
1: Even Wild Wild West. I want to see that. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to see the cool Will. And it's and then Martin looks like a fool. And Martin's old, and his delivery is not the same. So I will pass. I'll probably see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably see, it, see it probably in probably in over
0: theater. the summer or like you know late in the spring. Yeah. Uh, but see, I'm not going to theaters.
1: Did you see the trailer for... Um, uh, the New Mutants? Is that what it's called? Yeah. That looks fire.
0: Yeah, it looks exciting.
1: You see the trailer for Morbius? Yes. <sighs> that's going to be super fire. If that's trash, they need to stop making any new character movies. If that's not good. You know what Based I saw that looks
0: really cool and... Dude, this is bro. Trailers need to go back to this. Uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan's ne- uh, new movie, uh, *Tenet*, I think yeah. it's called, with with the uh, yeah. with Denzel I mean, Washington's kid. Yeah. yeah. Bro, have, have you seen the trailer?
1: Yeah, when they're like going back, like the car crash. Yeah, this shit that makes no stuff?
0: sense, and that's exactly what I love because you got me excited, and I don't know what the fuck is going on.
1: I love that too, yeah. God, that it reminds was... me of Inception almost. Yeah. That's
0: how the Inception trailer was. Yeah, Interstellar was the same way. We had no clue what it was about.
1: Yeah, I like that. I'm looking forward to that. I, that might be... That's one I'm not sure if I want to see in theaters, but I'm leaning towards oh, the Oh, With Nolan,
0: Nolan definitely.
1: Yeah, he's a theater guy. Yeah,
0: there's a couple sure. guys. He's one of them.
1: I saw another trailer that I wanted to see, but I can't remember what it is.
0: I'd I'm I'm not gonna to lie to you. I'm uh, I was kind of skeptical, but uh, the trailer did sell me uh, Black Widow.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that looks good.
0: Yeah, storyline looks interesting with with some of the characters they they're gonna throw in there. Yeah, uh, still it still feels like ten years later. It, to mm-hmm. be honest, they should have led with a movie from her. Like first? Not maybe not first but like it, within that first round prior to the avengers
1: oh i gotcha yeah i, I just yeah.
0: think it would have cuz she was she was already popular back then mhm uh, if anything she might have been more popular like because she was younger yeah and, and there was the more of that like sex appeal with her mhm uh but i still think this movie is going to be pretty good i think so and, so and i've learned not to doubt marvel
1: yeah. So. Marvel has been they've been bringing it for sure. Uh
0: <laughs>
1: You got anything else?
0: No, we'll get out of here. We'll be back next week.
1: Yeah, we will. Uh, react
0: to the uh the championship games for football.
1: <laughs> yeah, is that next week? Uh I'm not sure. Well, it should be. It is.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it's this weekend, and then they have a week off. Okay. Yeah, they have an extra week for the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Well, until next time, episode 88 is over. Um. Yeah, we'll be back. Maybe Zion will play by the
0: time we get back.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to get into that, too, but I'll
0: save it. Yeah, we'll we'll probably go like a day or two before he, he debuts, so it'll be cool.
1: Yeah. Alright. Um, this is as a throwback, this is Feel Good Ink by the Gorillas. Classic. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>